Welcome to Tech Royalty, where we celebrate the kings of tech. I'm your host, Mike Legema, a software engineer, a husband, a father, an uncle, a barbecue expert, and a tech lover. Thank you so much for tuning in to the first ever episode. It's only right that I kick off the podcast with my own tech journey. We'll also be discussing the angry black man myth. So let's go. My tech journey was not the norm. I didn't graduate college, get an internship, and work my way up. As a matter of fact, I dropped out of Tuskegee University after only one year. I really wanted to do music and be a rapper. My first step in the tech was teaching myself how to build an artist's website. As I didn't have the budget record labels had, I tried to bootstrap some of the marketing costs myself. So I picked up a few HTML and JavaScript books. I also took a web programming class at one of those schools that was heavily advertised on TV. The school closed down after a year, and with what I learned, I was able to alter Black Planet and MySpace pages and get work from mom-and-pop shops that needed a simple website. Fast forward 10 years later, when I met my wife, she had been a web developer for about 10 years at that point. I casually mentioned to her that I knew a bit of code. Thinking that I was trying to impress her, she gave me a code test, y'all. You should have seen the look on her face when I busted it out. Then she asked me why I wasn't an engineer. I explained my story to her. After being married for about two months, I got tired of my call center job and started Team Treehouse and Free Code Camp classes. After like four months, I put together a portfolio and started going on interviews. I bombed these interviews hard. I failed all the code tests. I wanted to give up. Imposter syndrome started kicking my butt. After about five months of rejections, a recruiter called me about a junior engineer job at an advertising agency. I didn't go to the interview. Imposter syndrome had me in a headlock really bad. The next week, the recruiter called me back saying they really wanted to interview me. So I went to the interview and the senior engineer and the hiring manager hired me on the spot. I started the next week only to find out the senior engineer and the hiring manager had been laid off the day before. Also, my new manager had started the same day as me. We walked right into a minefield. We had three websites due to launch by 3 p.m. that day. Only God knows how I survived my first day. I was mentored by another new hire that started the week before me, an awesome Black woman named Shamola. After about seven months, I was the last one laid off since I was getting paid the least. After about a week, I got a contract with the agency's competitor. I was then mentored by an awesome creative director by the name of Chuck. I got enterprise website experience as I worked on J.P. Morgan Chase's website. After about a few months, my contract was up and I went to work for another agency. There, I got to work on some fun stuff for Live Nation and do some Shopify e-commerce sites. The owners gave me no feedback and laid me off after six months. Three weeks later, I got hired by Robert Half as a senior engineer. I was in shock. I appreciated that pay raise, though. They sent me all over New York City as a consultant. I was working in Midtown, the Upper West Side, Soho, Union Square, and Silicon Alley. I remember one assignment at 40 Wall Street in the financial district. I showed up early on my first day. A person comes to me and says, the cleaning supplies, gloves, and equipment are in the closet over there. I replied, I'm the new senior engineer. They began apologizing. Yeah, I'm a black man and put some respect on my name. We're not all janitors. About after a year, I got an offer I couldn't refuse to join a nonprofit. It was there I experienced a toxic work environment and tons of microaggressions. But my manager definitely was an ally. Sadly, he passed away and I declined to take his position, which bit me in the butt a few months later. I went back to being a contractor, once again, working all over the city and gaining valuable experience in different business sectors. 
After four years of this, I started the Tech Connoisseur, a black tech news site. I went to all the tech events in New York City, interviewed some amazing people, and enhanced my network. Remember, your network is your net worth. At the same time, I took on a great opportunity to work for the Shadow League, a black sports media site. Shout out to Keith Clink Scales and Yusuf Khan for that opportunity. Definitely check out Yusuf's black sports media site, First and Pen, which I also built. The pandemic hits, and we moved from New York to the Poconos in Pennsylvania. I was still working in NYC as a contractor. Once I went remote, I wanted to start an online tech hub. My wife and I started Tech Pro Live. I still wanted to do something geared toward black men, which brings us to now. Tech royalty, where we celebrate the kings of tech. Oh, and as for my career, I'm now a software architect for a DOD contractor, working with rocket scientists, generals, and other bigwigs. For the first time in my career, this black man, a college dropout, is the one they look to for solutions. Now for the topic of the day, the angry black man myth. The angry black man myth is a stereotype that perpetuates the idea that black men are naturally aggressive, violent, and prone to outbursts. Now, this stereotype is not only false, but it's harmful as it can affect how black men are perceived and treated in various settings, including the workplace. This stereotype also has roots in a history of racism and discrimination towards black people in the United States also abroad. The stereotype of an angry black man can be traced back to an era of slavery when black men were seen as dangerous and violent. During the civil rights movement, black men were also fighting for their rights, were often portrayed as aggressive and violent. The stereotype was perpetuated by the media, which often depicts black men as criminals and thugs. Even today, the stereotype is in pop culture, news media, and entertainment. I even remember reading a CNN article which labeled our former president, Barack Obama, as an angry black man. Go figure. In the workplace, the angry black man myth stereotype can have a very bad impact on black men's careers. This stereotype can lead to black men being perceived as intimidating or difficult to work with, even when they are calm and composed. It can also lead to black men being excluded from leadership roles or promotions, as they are not seen as quote-unquote team players or quote-unquote collaborative, or my personal favorite, quote-unquote a cultural fit. This stereotype can also lead to black men being disciplined and fired more quickly than their non-black counterparts for similar behavior. Yeah, we'll go down like that too. The perpetuation of the angry black man myth stereotype in the workplace is often subtle but pervasive. It can manifest in microaggressions such as being asked to calm down or relax when expressing an opinion or emotion. It can also manifest the way black men are evaluated or treated by their colleagues and superiors. Stay away from the angry black man. Scary. The angry black man myth can have a significant impact on lives and careers of black men in the workplace. Many men have reported experiencing discrimination, bias, and microaggressions due to this stereotype. For an example, black men may be perceived as less competent, less qualified, or less deserving of promotions or leadership roles because of this stereotype. Black men may also be subject to heightened scrutiny, surveillance, and discipline in the workplace. They may be accused of being unprofessional or disruptive, even when they are not. This can lead to a sense of isolation and marginalization, as black men may feel like they are always being watched or judged more harshly than their non-black counterparts. That is ever so much the truth. The emotional toll that the angry black man myth takes on black men in the workplace is huge. Many black men report feeling anxious, stressed, or depressed because they are constantly aware of how they are perceived by others. 
They may feel like they have to suppress their emotions, opinions, or personalities in order to fit in or be accepted in the workplace. This can lead to a sense of dissonance between their true selves and the personas that they feel like they have to adopt to be successful. Code switching. Ding, 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 ding. A lot of code switching. We're going to talk about it in an upcoming episode. Also, the angry black man myth can lead to a sense of hopelessness and despair among black men in the workplace. They may feel like they are constantly fighting against a stereotype that is deeply ingrained in society and that there is little they can do to change it. This can lead to a sense of disillusionment with the workplace and even a desire to leave their jobs or switch careers altogether. That is 100% true. Fighting the angry black man myth at work can be challenging, but there are strategies that black men can use to challenge the stereotype and promote a more inclusive workplace. They're not all cookie cutter. They're not all one size fits all, just so you know. One of the most effective strategies is to maintain a professional demeanor, even in the face of discriminatory behavior or microaggression. In my story, when I said that I was at Wall Street and the person thought I was the janitor, I kept my professional demeanor, so I got through that. Black men can also seek out opportunities to showcase their skills and expertise, such as volunteering for leadership roles or taking on high-profile projects. Just make sure that you get high visibility and you get recognition and you get compensated. No working for free. We don't do that no more. It's also important for Black men to find allies in the workplace who can help challenge the stereotype and promote a more inclusive culture. This can include other colleagues, supervisors, or even employee resource groups, the DEI groups and the mentorship groups and all that stuff. As we close out this episode of Tech Royalty, I want to remind listeners that fighting the angry Black man myth is just one aspect of creating a more inclusive and equitable workplace. In future episodes, we'll be exploring other important topics related to Black men's experiences in the tech industry, such as the color pay gap, imposter syndrome, and the importance of mental health. Be sure to tune in each week for new episodes. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. We hope you enjoyed this episode and gained valuable insights from our discussions. If you haven't already, we encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on various outlets such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts so that you can stay updated on our latest episodes and never miss a beat. Or you can go to techroyalty.net. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. And we look forward to sharing more valuable content with you in the future. This is Mike Legema, and I'm out.